You'll probably remember that time last year when you called me and I was up in my attic looking for some Christmas wrapping. I found something that I had not seen in over 30 years. Wedged between some boxes was the black back brace that I had worn on and off for two years while recovering from a devastating back injury. I turned it over in my hands and tears came to my eyes as I recalled the pain and suffering I endured during those years. I was 43 at the time, living in San Anselmo, California, and on my bed in excruciating pain, the red pain, you know, that red-hot burning pain that feels like your spine's on fire. On this June afternoon, my partner Marion was off doing errands, I didn't have any friends I could call, and it freaked me out to be alone with that pain. What to do? I crawled slowly over to the living room and reached for the phone. I dialed my taxi cab company, the one that drove me to doctor appointments, and ordered up a cab. Then, with some effort, I pulled on my bathrobe and lay down on the sofa, using three pillows to support my legs and head. Ten minutes later, there's a knock at the door, and it's this driver, Sam. Fifty-ish, an old hippie from New York. He's wearing a faded yellow T-shirt, and his beard matches his curly red hair. He's easy to talk to, and I immediately like him. Where to, bud? he asks. Nowhere, I reply. I'm in a lot of pain and just need some company for a while. I want you to grab a beer from the fridge and sit with me for an hour till my partner gets back. Really? he asks, disbelief spreading across his face. I'll need to turn on my meter, but we can do half time for you. The meter will then charge our cab not moving rate. Okay, I say. So he goes out the door turns on his meter, comes back, grabs a beer, and plops himself down on the rocker by the window. How did you hurt your back, Sam asks. I did a stupid thing, I say. On a service call for my computer repair job in Sonoma, I carried a big, broken, 40-pound laser printer three blocks to my car. I'd forgotten to take my dolly that day. I had bad back pain the following day, and the pain continued for months after that. I couldn't work anymore and went on disability leave. I then proceed to relate some of the things that happened since becoming disabled. There was a time in, in the month of August when I caught the number 61 bus in San Anselmo for the half-hour ride to the YMCA pool for my back exercises. I'd get the terrible silver pain whenever I try to sit. You know, that silver needle-sharp pain that drills deep into your spine. So I'm standing in the back of the bus, sipping some vegetable soup from a styrofoam cup, and the driver yells, You in the back, take a seat. I can't sit, I yell back. The law says everyone sits or we don't get on the freeway so you need to sit down. Sorry, I can't do that, 
I yell back. Suddenly, the bus pulls over to a curb and stops. The driver opens the doors, gets out, walks to the back of the bus, and comes up the three steps toward me. A middle-aged, stocky guy in a black vest, there's a ton of keys dangling from the silver chain on his belt. Either you sit or you get off my bus, he threatens. By this time, the entire busload of people is turned around and staring at me. I hurt my back, I'm disabled, and can't sit anymore, I say. Surprised by my response, he looks me up and down, moves backward, and then heads down the back door steps. Well, there's no drinking coffee on my bus, he yells as he returns to his seat. It's vegetable soup, not coffee, I yell after him, and the bus pulls away. Then there was that cold January morning when I needed to go food shopping at my neighborhood health food store a half-hour walk from my house. My back is bad, and I'm having the blue pain. You know, that ice-cold blue pain of loss, loss of function when your feet and legs go numb. I can only carry about 10 pounds before the pain gets bad. I manage to walk to the store okay, and I'm careful to fill my cart with just what I need to cook for dinner. Pasta, marinara sauce, broccoli, some mushrooms, a yellow onion, and a large artichoke. I toss it all on the scale, see it weighing 13 pounds, and decide to chance it. Halfway home, the pain gets unbearable, and I'm not going to make it. I find a city trash can, look into my grocery bag, and try to decide what to dump. A hard choice, since I want it all. Finally, I let go of the mushrooms, onion, and artichoke. Too bad about that artichoke. I keep the pasta, sauce, and broccoli, and I'm thinking that maybe I can come back later and retrieve the rest. I keep walking and finally make it home with at least some of my dinner intact. I tell Marion what happened and she starts to cry. It's hard for her to deal with my disability. So I tell stories to Sam for an hour and then I end my cab ride with him. He checks his meter, comes back and says 1305. I give him a 20, tell him to keep the change, and he heads out the door. I feel grateful to Sam for this hour, when I didn't have to be alone with the pain. Standing in my attic, I remember all the other bad things that happened then. How I couldn't walk anymore after an osteopath used his percussor hammer vibrating device on my lower back. After two treatments... My legs went totally numb. I lost all the feeling in my feet and couldn't move them. Then I couldn't sit for almost two years after a physical therapist adjusted my lower back. Sitting would bring on a sharp, drilling, needle-like pain that was absolutely unbearable. All those treatments just made me worse. At times, the black pain would engulf me. 
You know, that black pain of depression and mourning for the active life you once had. It took a lot of psychotherapy sessions to get past the anger that I felt toward those practitioners who ruined my life over those two and a half years. The doctors gave me plenty of tests and couldn't ever pinpoint the cause of my pain. But the cause finally became clear to me. It was the treatments. So I decided to stop seeing doctors and ended all those treatments. My back started getting better, and after a year without treatments, I was able to walk and sit without any pain. What a valuable lesson were my therapist's words to me. Your body has everything that it needs to heal from injuries if you only give it the chance. So I didn't need to run to all those doctors to get fixed. Standing in my attic that week before Christmas, I decided to keep the black back brace that I had found. It came along with a life-changing lesson I never, ever wanted to forget.